works better. All right, what up, everybody? It's your boy. It's your boy. It's your boy. It's your boy. Another episode, episode 16. Um, long awaited interview. I've been waiting for this interview for a long time. So this earphone, earpods out. I've been extremely busy. She's been extremely busy traveling the world, getting the shit done, moving around 100 miles an hour. Um, she is like the Phil Jackson, AKA, I want to say, uh, the Bill Gates, the. I don't want, I don't know. Show them no introduction, man. It's Brittany Saucier, man. My um long, long couple year, long business partner, uh, person I've been rocking with for like since 2020. Mm-hmm. Um man, welcome to the podcast. Oh, well, thank you. That was a that was a big introduction. I mean, you know, because <laughs> not like that, I love you, but you kind of still make me like not want to say nervous, but I have I have a respect for you. I really yeah. do. Like I think like it's more so um it's like a it's like a sisterly love, but it's yeah. also like a I have a I have a respect for you um, um, because I know that, you know, she don't mean she don't fuck around and she mean business. And, you know, it's kind of hard to get her on a podcast because Brittany's like really about her shit. She's always busy. Um, you guys think I'm busy. I have to catch up with her. Like, hey, can I squeeze you in? I had to squeeze this interview in <laughs> to my day, um, but it was long awaited. And it was it yeah. was we needed to get it done. It was I wanted to kind of bring her to the forefront. She's working really hard. Um, today she just launched another uh, workspace, so I want to give you your flowers for that early in the, in the show. Um, she's been going fucking crazy. So, um, give us a little backstory on who Brittany Saucier is. Like, who are you? Where who are you from? I? Where are your roots? Uh, Gosh, okay. Uh, my roots are California. I oh. grew up in San Diego. San Diego, okay. Yeah. Um, I lived there till I was thirty, and then decided it was time. Oh to- shit! I didn't know that. So you only been living yeah. in Washington for eight years? Mm-hmm. Yep. Are you serious? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Right. Wait. I'm a Californian, bro. You are. You I'm are a Cal- Californian. You are Californian, man. So, um, grew up in California. You had your mother or father or? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, both your parents were involved in your life? Yep. Okay. That's cool. Um, you, you, you have such a business savvy mind. Um, where did you pick up on uh, that lingo or that language or that even that responsibility? So I didn't really realize it until I was an adult how lucky I was to have such intelligent parents. Okay. My dad is a finance guru. He's the smartest person I know. Okay. We grew up talking about credit and mortgages and finance and entrepreneurship. And he taught me all of that stuff when I was a teenager. Like... Talk. Get a get a credit card. Start building your credit. Okay, like, yeah. you need to start paying your own bills. Like, I worked for everything I had when I was a kid. If I wanted a new car, my dad would be like, all right, you better sit down with a pencil and piece of paper and figure out how you're going to pay for it. So nothing was ever given to me, but I'm, I'm thankful for that because my dad taught me so much when I was really young. I love that. I love yeah. that. Um, she's she's a, a remarkable person. I hope that girl's looking for you. Oh, oh I actually do need to talk to her. Okay. Quick, quick, quick pause. Quick pause, you guys. Sorry about that. <laughs> She's just... Hey, are you bringing your pop back? <laughs> Sorry, you guys. So, hey, in the meantime, in between time, and uh, we're going to interrupt this podcast. Uh, if you guys have any merch or you have anything that you want to um, uh, get uh, on the show, reach out to me, Holloway at gmail.com. And we could uh, expedite, uh, you know, getting some promotional uh, advertising in the show. So, okay, so your dad and your mother were like super, 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 uh, like um, very. I want to say they were they had entrepreneur minds. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, they were yeah. very, very uh, uh, savvy with business. Definitely. And so, um, were you like more of a tomboy, or like were you like were you like in were you like in ballet? Were you in cheerleading? Like, what were you as a youngster? What were you doing? Yeah, like what what crew did I hang with? Yeah, God, I've always kind of been a little bit of a loner, honestly. Like, I've always kind of forged my own path. I don't. No, no brothers or sisters. I, I do. I have brothers. Um, I have four younger brothers. Four. Yeah. So you're the <laughs> yeah. Oh, so are you like that bully mean sister? Uh, depends on which brother you have. <laughs> like, like my daughter's so mean to her, my, like my son. She's like, she's like a bully, but she, I think she means well. She's just a, a big, like an older sister who's just like, you know. I think it's just an older sister thing. Like little brothers can be annoying, and you know, you just you don't want to be responsible for them. Uh, um, but and my brothers are a lot younger than I am too. Like the closest one in age is seven years younger than me. 
eight years younger than me. So damn. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. you being the older sister, did they lean on you for like moral support? Like did they lean on you for like uh, ideas, business things, like things like that? Uh, maybe once I got older, yeah, yeah. My brother and I still like. Yeah, I see your brother. He, he's like around all the time. Yeah, he's here all the time. Okay, okay. We still like hash out business ideas with each other and like, hey, what do you think of this? You know, so. Okay. Yeah. And so um, you 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 say so you grew up in San Diego. What ventures you up to Seattle to get or Tacoma, Seattle, like the Northwest area? Yeah. What, what was that? What was that mindset? Because obviously your mother was here, I take it, right? Yeah. So my stepdad is Navy. So he transferred up here, gosh, like 15 years ago. And ever since they came up here, they were always like, hey, you should come up here. Like, it's really great up here. And it took me a few years, but I finally was like, yeah, I'm ready to leave San Diego and see something new. So I came up here. Okay. You come up here. And then what's the job like job market looking like for you? Uh, When I first got here, I was actually recruited to manage a veterinary hospital. So you were dealing with pets. (laughs) I was dealing with pets. Yeah. So what what were we doing with the pets? Like, what were you doing? So I was like the business manager of the hospital. But like, also, I kind of got like thrown in the mix of being a veterinary assistant. So So you were like doing surgery on dogs and shit? I would like hold the dogs while they would like give them shots or what? I'd clip their nails. Um, so you, that's why you have a soft spot for dogs, I feel like. I think I always have. Okay. Yeah. 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 You have dogs, right? Yeah. I have two dogs. What's your dog's names? Uh, I got Jackson and I have Fenrir. And Fenrir. And yeah. um, what kind of dogs are they? Golden Doodle and a Labradoodle. And the big one's the golden doodle, right? The brown one is the, the golden doodle. The golden, yeah. He's the big one. Yeah. He's a big dog. Yeah. I, yeah. I remember when she got him when he was a puppy. Like, he's big. So, okay. So, you start off with the veterinary thing. You're probably doing that for a couple of years. You're like, okay. Because mm-hmm. are you going, are you, did you go to college after high school? Yeah. I went to San Diego State and I have a degree in economics. Oh, that, that explains yeah. a lot. Then. So, okay. Yeah. So, you got a degree in economics. Okay. Yeah. So, you're now you're out of veterinary and then you go into another field. What was that? So, after, well, Working in the veterinary field was really heartbreaking. Um, it was a lot more emotional than I thought it was going to be. So I only did it for two years. And then after that, I was an account manager for a school lunch program. It was a company that did like organic school lunches for charter schools in Washington okay. State. Okay. Yeah. And so how was that? It was cool. I really like that. As shit. It was actually really cool. <laughs> it was because you're helping the kids. So yeah, you're helping the kids. You get to visit a bunch of different schools. Yeah, you know, I had like a book of accounts, and so I would go around and visit them all over Washington. Ooh, so I feel like that shit kind of built you up for where you're at now. So you like you because you're really good with accounting and numbers and really mm-hmm. uh, dissecting what like, and we'll get into that into this interview. Like that's kind of like why I lean on her for because I don't know everything. Um, I lean on her for I feel like. If it's a job to be done, I think I'm good at that. But I understand she understands the economics of business. And that explains a lot because you learn that in college and seeing your father mm-hmm. being smart with money, being very responsible. Um, it explains a lot yeah. um, about why you are the way you are. And that's why this interview was important, too, because I wanted to kind of dive a little more into how um, she became so uh, influential for everyone around her. I mean, she's a, she's literally like the the mom to all our businesses. And so um, <laughs> you go out, you, so you start in, start in a veterinary field, mm-hmm. you go into the school business mm-hmm. with dealing with children. Mm-hmm. And then what comes falls after that? You kind of um, got into coffee or something or? Uh, I was in coffee. Prior to that? Like kind of while I was in college. Okay. I was a general manager for a, a coffee company called the Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf. Okay. They're kind of like the Starbucks of LA. Really? They're all over Southern California. So they're like, like a franchise. Yeah, they're yeah. like a really big LA brand. Okay. Um, and that was really, really fun. I did that for like three or four years. So you do that for a couple of years. And then what is your next step after that? So then I came here and then I did the veterinary thing. And then I was the account manager for the school lunch company. And then after that is when I got into co-working. Um, I actually got laid off from the school lunch gig and was just looking for a job in Tacoma because I was, you know, I, I lived here with my husband and I didn't want to commute. And so, um, let's see if I have any missed calls. The hustle never stops. Yeah, sorry, guys. We're, we're running business in, while we're doing business. <laughs> okay, so I think he's waiting on somebody. He might be waiting on um, the cell phone guy. Oh, Vadim, yeah. Okay, so she goes from. Uh, veterinary to the school and then you, and then what's the next what's the next job after that co-working co-working yeah. and so 
before we get into that, because this is where we're going to get into this interview. This is really big. Um, what brought you into? Because like, why, why didn't you go? I'm going to work for a bank. I'm going to go get be an accountant. Why didn't you go? dive into a different uh, field of work? The biggest thing for me, like this was so just, I fell into this by accident. Mm -hmm. The most important thing to me when I was looking for a job at that time was that it was in Tacoma, in Tacoma and it was close to home. I, I didn't want to drive to Seattle or Bellevue. Right, they like, had all the traffic, all that shit. No, yeah. like I was not about that. I just wanted something kind of fun and low stress, close to home. And so I there was a job listing to be a community manager for another co-working space in town and I applied for it and ended up working them for working for them for like four years. And that's kind of where I learned the ropes in co-working. And that so. was close to where we're at now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like block up the road. Yeah. And so you kind of, you met a lot of people there, I take it. I did. Yeah. I met a ton of people there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so you're doing that. It's going well. So what brings on works for you? Because you're obviously doing your thing there. It's working. Yeah. What stopped stopped that one? So nothing. I I probably would still be working for them today if I hadn't have been approached by the owner of this building to come and help him and and open this space. And Um, And so what year was that? 2020. Okay. This is how God yeah. works, you guys. This is how God works. I'm real spiritual. Um, so what, what month is that? Can you mind me asking? March. March of 2020. So March 2020. Yeah. Now, mind you, we're going through the pandemic mm-hmm. at that time. Mm-hmm. So does everything get shut down? Yeah. It was just crazy how it all happened. Like they, So they had approached me in January of 2020, mm-hmm. and they were like, hey, we want you to come work for us. Let's get a business going. Let's and they were going to buy you out. Yeah. They were, yeah, they were basically going to invest in me. And say, build us a company. And I was like, cool, let's do it. Mm-hmm. And before she goes forward, it doesn't just happen like that. There was obviously a, draw, a drawn out uh, plan of action. Like you like you drew up like a crazy business plan. Right. I don't mean to romanticize it or make it sound like it was quick and easy because no, it wasn't. No, yeah. I, guys, I want you to understand yeah. this. If you're going to get in a business that's going to be flourishing and thriving and, and things are going to make sense, you, it's got to make sense on this accord. Like she really... I seen it step by step, play by play. Like there was a whole uh, like monogram on her business plan. It was it was insane. And so they come to you, draw that up, and then now it's time to get to work. But COVID happens. Now it's time to get to work, but COVID happens. Mm. So it's March of 2020. The world is shutting down. I'm I'm out of my other job. I've already said, hey, I'm going to work for these new people. And so I talked to you know, my new boss. And he's like, we got to put a pause on this. We don't know what's going to happen with COVID. And so that was a guy that was work, works with Dexter. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he puts a pause on it. And then you're kind of like, fuck, you know, because yeah. I just quit my other shit. Yeah. And now I'm in the middle of this shit. Yeah. And now the world stopped. And now the world stopped. Okay. So we go three, four months and the world shut down. You're just kind of kicking it. I was kicking it. I was on unemployment. Like just kind of, it was just a waiting game. Floating around. Floating around. Um, June rolls around. And, and we got the approval that we could open up doors. Right. It was June 5th, 2020. I'll never forget that. Mm-hmm. June 5th, 2020. The governor gave us a, a permission to do like a certain operating business hours. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I remember, I remember because I was at the time going through my whole little hoorah. And I get a phone call from my boy, Zach, who owned the gym across the street from my barbershop. He's like, bro, let's fucking go. I'm like, what? And then I, go- I was like, I didn't want to get in trouble. Because yeah. at that time, you weren't supposed to open your doors for nobody, nobody. unless it was governor amended that the proclamation so that you cannot open your door and, and i and I, oh, I remember swear to god swear to god i remember opening the front door to my business because i was already there because i was kind of like you know just hanging out there doing shit i had a whole compound going i opened the door and i see everybody just opening doors putting a boards out mm-hmm. everyone was getting back to the flow of life but everyone had masks on still mm-hmm. and so boom then you get down here and so you're this is a this is a, this is pretty much a shell is it it's so different. It was, it, it was a shell when you got it, right? Like, it was a shell. It was a shell. It was like, empty. Empty, yeah. It's like yeah. straight, just like, uh, just the structure of the building. Yeah, you could hear a pin drop in this place. <laughs> when I first got here, I put my desk on the mezzanine, and it was just me on this huge mezzanine with like my little desk, and I was working. But I was so excited to be here because I saw the potential, yeah. and I was like, this is going to be fucking awesome. Yeah, like, yeah. I knew it. Yeah, that's what's up, man. <laughs> And so you're in here just every day cranking away, mm-hmm. uh, adding in new fe- uh, features, uh, uh, furniture furniture pieces, mm-hmm. um, getting the business together, getting mm-hmm. the plan ready, just hoping and wishing that, you know, you're running your ads on Craigslist mm-hmm. and uh, that was it. Like, you know, you had to come in here with the plan. Yes. And so 
how we cross paths is I'm going through my whole situation with um, the barbershop and the whole debacle of everything that was happening with that was collapsing. And I remember getting on Craigslist one day because that day, um, I think I see, I, I seen, I met another woman on Craigslist and she was being really rude and I wasn't going to go with her. And then, uh, cause she was like, she said, sound like she had, she sounded like she had too much shit going on in the background. <laughs> I was like, nah, I'm cool. I hop on Craigslist. This one, I mean, Craigslist was still pretty good. You know, Craigslist, Craigslist is still good. Yeah. So I, I hop on Craigslist. I'm like, Oh shit. Like it's like a new coming thing. Da, 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 da. So I hop on there. I call Brittany. And I remember I come down mm-hmm. and mind you, like it's dark in here a little bit. Like mm-hmm. maybe one or two lights on. Mm-hmm. She's in the back. I see the half the walls painted. Yeah. Um, she's working in like some shit. It was pretty much like a, it was blank in here. And I remember coming down. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked to her. I bring my kids with me. Mm-hmm. And your mom. My mom came on that time too. Oh, maybe she came the next time. Yeah, so it was just being the kids the first time. And we come down and then we're talking. And then I'm like, okay, uh, give me a couple weeks or whatever. And then I come back again and I feel, I bring my mom. I'm like, I want you to fill her out. Like, I'm going to fill the application now. I'm going to go for it. I I tell Brittany, I'm like, Scrap, look, uh, my credit shot. I have like a 500 credit score. Mm -hmm. I'm going through a lot right now, but I just need an opportunity. And I, I know, like, I'm coming, I don't know, I don't remember the energy I had that day, but I was like panicking. And I remember, like, she was just like, I remember, I never forget, like, she was just like, it's okay, like, we can go in this room, we'll give you this opportunity, X, Y, Z, I'm just gonna do a credit app on you, and then you'll have a pay a deposit, X, Y, Z. And in my head, I was like, okay, well, fuck it, like, I'm just gonna give this shit a shot, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um, I don't even know, I didn't even know what I was getting myself into, I was like, I'm just gonna try <laughs> this shit out. Uh, I need, I, I was desperate at that time, and so I knew when we got back, I had to break things down. What were you yeah. thinking when I came? I, I, I think, I'm not, and just, be, just be very, be very honest. I, I was desperate too. I needed, <laughs> I needed people in here filling my spaces. So, and not that I would work with anybody or that you're just anybody, but like, I knew that if I gave you a chance, like, we would figure it out. Figure it out. Yeah, we figure it out. And 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 this so happens that that's in August. That's August first of twenty twenty one or something around that time. Like 20, 2020. 2020. Yeah, yeah. August twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. That's around that time. Um, I told her. Uh, she says we're going to launch October 1st of 2020. That was mm-hmm. the launch date. And so I get everything together. I'm like scrounging up paperwork. I'm getting shit moved around, getting money together. Because now I know I got to come out here and build out. Um, she ended up, I ended up saying you're approved. She gave me access to the building. I never forget. Like I, I drove to Lowe's. I mean, a uh, Home Depot. I find a Mexican guy. I'm like, yo. No, no respect. I'm, like, I'm saying that in the most respectful <laughs> way. Like I found a, a Hispanic worker. You know, uh, he's like, hey, man, you know, uh, I'll put your floors in. I come down here and one night we knock it out. Boom. Go on and knock it out in one night. Uh, and we have it ready. So I'm like, okay, I'm good to go. And then uh, Brittany's obviously still doing her thing. And so at that time, you're like, okay, I got my first client in here. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? Because there was, was a cleaning crew when I came back. Like, she was moving fast, you guys. Like, there was a cleaning a cleaning crew in here. Mm-hmm. You were you were getting shit done. Like, mm-hmm. it was it was cranking in this joint. We had to. Yeah, it was cranking yeah. in here. Yeah. And so um, I think you ended up bringing in Mike. Mike came in next, yeah. Mike came in mm-hmm. next. Um, Mike comes in, and then I remember it was me, Brittany, and Mike in the beginning, in the beginning phase. So she launched. She did launch it October first, twenty twenty, and then I think we, I think we got, I want to say we almost, I think we got shut down again, or so there was a lot going on. Uh, mm-hmm. There was like all there was like it was it was because it was it was curfews in in, in in order because we kept going in and out of COVID. Like it was in and out, and then there was like there was a lot of a riots. There was a lot of um, yeah. I mean that was the time that all that like. Black Lives Matter yeah, it stuff was, was, it was happening. Right. So, yeah, we were like, we yeah. were getting, it was, I remember like, never forget this shit. Like, I remember, and this is why I love her and I really respect her because I was panicking, right? I literally go from having all these barbershops, I'm coming off of being homeless, I'm literally uh, taking my business and slimming it down to one room from, from going from having barbers to all this, this, and this. And I would come here every day. And I'd just be trying to figure things out and cut and cut and cut. Mm-hmm. And, it, and I remember in the beginning, we were just trying to figure shit out. She was trying to figure shit out. I was trying to figure shit out. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, uh, we, 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 so, uh, it's crazy. Somehow we got through that shit. And I remember you brought on, um, I remember you start, I started seeing you crank them in. Yeah. Um, I think people were getting a little more like comfortable with COVID. We started to wear masks, six mm-hmm. foot distancing. But she, the way she operated it, um, it was crazy. Because I remember it started filling up. Because mm-hmm. Mike was originally in that office first. Yes. Yeah, he was in 102. Yeah, the one I was supposed to be in at yeah. first. Mm-hmm. And then he moved. And then um, I remember just piece by piece, day by day, she was filling it up. And then um, give him a little backstory on, like, what does works for me to you? When you were doing that, what did it mean to you? Because you obviously were providing, adding value to people 
allowing them to have their business here. Mm-hmm. And you've been, you've impacted so many people's so many people's lives. You've given them opportunities. Businesses have grown, outgrown mm-hmm. this place. Mm-hmm. They've you know they've obviously incubated here, mm-hmm. and then they kind of like birth into another business, which is what I love to see. Yeah. Like that's my favorite thing in the world when someone comes to me and they're like, "I got to move out. I need more space." I'm like. My job is done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? they've outgrown it, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. it means the world to me. I think I found out that I really love helping people grow their businesses and kind of find their niche, and um, I just like supporting people and their entrepreneurial spirit. I think that's so much fun to me. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And on the on the dark side of it, I mean, you've you've now. Uh, You've now opened up so many uh, doors, people. Uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm just gonna say, like, on the other flip side of it is, when, when was there ever a time when you were like, "Fuck, this might not work"? Like, were you kind of a little nervous? Were you in the beginning? Were you like a little scared? Were you like, "Oh man, this might not work. This might fall," you know? Because um, we were going through a lot. We, I think I still feel like that. Really? Yeah. After everything you've done. Yeah, because I never I never want to become complacent and I never want to like sit on my laurels and be like the company's built, we're good. Like no. You you can't take for granted the days and the months that you have revenue coming in because next month everything could change. And I think the pandemic taught us that. And we're st- I'm still learning and she's teaching she's teaching me and I still learn every day from her. Yeah, that that's true. I learned a lot. Uh, I think that when it's when it's good, tuck those fucking acorns, those mm-hmm. fucking nuts away mm-hmm. because you're definitely going for some slow times. Yes. Um, and so that's and that's great. I mean, because I mean, um, kind of fast forward to now, 2023. I mean, you've built. We got okay. So we're in a mezzanine space right now that wasn't didn't, didn't exist uh, almost 36 months ago. This didn't exist. And so bring me in, you bring, you bring in an architect and, yeah. and so what is, what is, what is, what is, cause at the beginning, you know, you have an architect who approaches you about doing some work and you're like, okay, yeah. comes to you with some ideas. He, kind of, yeah. Okay. Ap- approaches me. It's like, he kind of hounded me and yeah. said, you got to do this. Yeah, yeah got but, but, he, but he had, shout out to Reed. He had good intentions. So no. all, overall, overall he had good intentions. Reed's the goat. He knew what was up all along. He just had to get, get me on board. I mean, at the end of the day, like this, this space is so big financially. It didn't make sense for mm-hmm. us without more units in here. Like we couldn't pay the rent without more offices in here. So it was just a move we had to make. And when he came to you, did you did you originally were you like, mm, it won't fit in our budget right now. We gotta get more things going. Because at the time you were filling this all up. Mm-hmm. Um but that leap of faith, I, I think I want to say it in the in the most respectful way, how did you cause you added how many new ones up here? Twenty six? Twenty three. Twenty three new ones. Mm-hmm. I, that that's not a slim pickings little move like mm-hmm. that, that requires permits that requires a big budget that requires a lot of uh, thought going into it mm-hmm. um how do you make a leap of faith without being like this shit could fail it wasn't my leap of faith it was the building owner's leap of faith okay um and I, but you really did this shit though i, mean, I, I gotta give it to you dexter does kind of like call the he reminds me of like bill belichick and you're like tom brady right <laughs> like no for real i mean it, it goes hand in hand no yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we're a good team he could draw the play up but you still got to execute the shit mm-hmm. because honestly Dexter's not he's not always going to be on site I mean don't get me wrong Dexter's a fucking goat but he still has a great person in place to really if he says run uh, try a route left you got to go out there and throw the fucking ball and hope that the other end of the the deal catches that ball and it's a touchdown yeah so um, I guess in other words I'm just saying like you know that has to go hand in hand yeah so I guess in the beginning I was like I'm unsure if he's willing to invest that kind of money in this business Mm -hmm. you know and And I just approached him and I said, hey, like, if you want this to be a cash flow situation, we got We got to get more units in here. And he was like, well, that just makes good sense. So let's do it. So we ended up hiring Reed and and he drew up the plans for all of this. And 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 we built it out out in like, I want to say less than 60 days. Yeah. Less six days. I started working on it. I I seen him framing it, running the electrical and they killed it. And um, out of the new 26 spaces or 23 spaces, how many do you have filled? I have one. You have a lot two. filled. I have twenty filled. Yeah, I just have three open right now. That's why you got. That's why you got to take leaps of faith, man. I mean, you never know what you're gonna do unless you do it. You know, like yeah. I remember talking to her like 
um, last summer when this was being built and when she's like, I don't know. <laughs> she was like, I don't know. I'm always, I'm like, I don't know if this is going to work, know, but we're going to try it. <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, Brittany, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. And you ended up launching these uh, last fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Around last fall. Yeah. Um, and they took off. And and um, it's just, it's been crazy. It's admirable to see what she's done because like I said, I was her first tenant. Um, I seen what happened with this shit. I seen how it came about. I seen where it went and then I see where it's going. So in the midst of that, me um, becoming a partner with her, like, you know, as far as like understanding her business, understanding that's going on with her, I ended up getting into real estate. Um, so mind you, I come from like, I come from the streets, barbershop life, hustling, living this fast life. And then I come down here. I think God brought us. I got to give it to Dexter. Like without him approaching Brittany, there's no birth of Tasman. There's no birth of any business that we've had in here. There's several operating businesses that come about without Dexter and Brittany. None of this shit is possible. I there, no, there's no podcast. There's no, there's no mic. There's no real estate. There's not, like, if you break it all the way down that nothing, nothing moves forward. Like almost everyone was at a hedge. Um, it couldn't have been a better time. Dexter, I don't know how the fuck he knew this was going to happen because it, it almost, if COVID never existed, I don't think works co-op spaces even exist. I mean, not at this rate. Have you built yes. it in this, in this amount of time in three years? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it would have did this. No, uh, the pandemic accelerated our success. Fucking accelerated. And, mm-hmm. and, I, and it's crazy. Like, I know sometimes I do ask God, like, why did I have to come down here to meet Brittany to get this farther, further in life? Because I don't I don't think that the person that I am, I'm still a knucklehead in some areas. I have to go to her every single day. <laughs> no, for real. I, 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 I literally, literally, and I don't know everything. Yeah, like, I really don't. Yeah, but no, but she's <laughs> she sees it from a different perspective. And that's what we that's what we need, because there's obviously we have people in here from. Um, graphic designs to real estate agents to lenders to we got people over here we got I mean we have every business you can think of we have braiders we have pe- construction companies we have body sculpting we have mm-hmm. oh my god I mean we have everything yeah. you can think of in here I mean it's it's literally like a literally like we have a we have um um I'm having a brain fart right now um what do I do in the corner over there Oh, no, uh, notary. Yeah. Have, I mean, mm-hmm. it's crazy. And we've watched people come in and out. What's he doing next door to us right here? Jermaine? Uh, he's a real estate agent and a business consultant. It, we, it's, yeah. Mike's, Mike was a. Uh, Mike's a business consultant. And he yeah. runs dentistry. He's a business consultant for dentists. Dentist, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then we have like uh, iPhone. Uh, iPhone like, repair. iPhone repair. We have a lot mm-hmm. going on in here. It's just, <laughs> we do. it's a mecca of business people. Um, things are constantly moving. What does mom do? She runs business. Mom ma- is property management. 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 Yep. It's just, it's, we have a, a barbershop, um, a franchise owner in here. Um, mm-hmm. And you can just pick brains, right? You just pick everyone's brain. You, you mm-hmm. just co-op. Is, that's good. It's like, it's like a mecca of business, right? And then so now she's moved it to Ballard. So give us a little fast break on that point because we're going to get into all this. Like, so then you go up to Ballard to open one, right? Mm-hmm. And then how was that? How that come about? Um, just working with Dexter. Basically, we have seen an opportunity. If he has buildings that are not leasing, like traditionally with like traditional commercial agreements, mm-hmm. we've had success bringing co working in and doing like the short term, flexible, full service office situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a way for him to fill his vacancies. Mm-hmm. And, and, then, this, and he's involved in real estate heavily, right? Yeah. He owns like, I think, 18 commercial properties in the area. Um, 18, y'all. Yeah. He has a, he has a lot of property. So. And so um, he, and so in the, and, and so you, then you, from after Ballard, you move over to Bellevue. So Bellevue was first okay. and then we went to Ballard. Ballard. Yeah. So tell us a little about Bellevue. How's that one going? It's it's so, it, it's full. I mean, <laughs> it's the easiest space I have. Like yeah. everyone loves it. It's a fully remodeled building. It's beautiful. Super nice, you guys. Yeah, super nice. Um, that one sells itself. Like it's it's so easy. I would say, out of the three of them, to, Tacoma takes the more like day to day. Effort it's, it's to the run. Mom. It's the mom it's, of all of them. Yeah, it it's is. like yeah, it's yeah. it's like the fl- what do they call it? the flag. The flagship store. Flagship store. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Ballard's a little, it's a pretty small space, yeah. but you know, we've got some folks in there too and, and it's doing okay. Yeah. Um, and, it, it, and you'll, and you'll see that in business, you guys. Um, and that's why, cause not only does she run this, she's also the account, like an, she has an accounting background as well for the most part, right? Like as far as numbers goes. Yeah. So Brittany don't fuck around when it comes to like numbers because she gets, she gets the opportunity if it doesn't make sense. And I'm always like, 
dude, I think I've came to Britney probably in the last three years with, with a thousand fucking ideas. Hey, you should try this. We should do this. We should do this. I want to try vending machines. I want to try this. I want to fucking invest in crypto. I, want, I come with all these ideas and I always see her. And this is what I learned from her. She sticks to the, the, the model, right? She's like, I come to her with my ideas. She's like, yeah, that's cool, but we'll think on that. And then she always sticks to the plan of like focusing on WorkSphere. And um, that's dope because it's a lot of influencing coming at her. Um, fast forward a little bit to 2023, um, she brought me on board to help her kind of like lease some spices out, um, help her a little bit with the business because she was getting overwhelmed with it. And then Reed, who actually helped us build this, um, invited us to a dope event at his, now he's doing the co-op space thing now. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's just it's just beautiful to see a guy comes to her with a business plan. Um, she gave him opportunity and um, he took off. And I think that was all he needed. He needed opportunity. And, mm-hmm. and look at what she's done. She's given him a blessing to, now he's literally across the street from us. Um, and, it's, and this is where people got to remember this. You always tell me all the time, I had to ask her because in, in the urban community, I remember people were like taking my ideas, opening barbershops next to me and doing things that in, in the urban community, it's a small mind. So we get really frustrated. And I asked yeah. her when we were driving, I was like, you know, how are you not pissed that he took your idea and ran across the street and did it? And what'd you say to me? Honestly, I think his success is my success. Um, him and I have a great relationship and he's offering something a little different over there. He's not going to have the exact same product or, uh, amenities or personalities that I have here. Mm-hmm. And I think that we can share leads and we can help each other be successful. And that's how you really grow. Because I, I I had a small mindset when I met Brittany. She's, she's, she's expanding my mind. Um, I, I thought from a different perspective. I'm from the streets. Like I'm from like uh, like an urban community where we don't we don't think like the business structure. We think like that ain't that ain't real shit right there. Nah, I mean, fuck mm-hmm. that. Like, we don't have that mindset to grow above and really uh because you you know when you go to certain areas you see taco bell mcdonald's wendy's mm-hmm. jack in the box and they're all killing they're it. all killing it <laughs> you know what i mean and i and i had and, I, and that took years for me to get to that point because everyone that i don't really need like the flowers or anything like that i know that i influence a lot of barbers I just, it just is what it is like i'm still as a one chair operator i'm still known i'm still like pop and everyone knows who I am. I'm still able to feed my family from this and it's 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 now expanding into other things. Real estate, podcasting, all from cutting cutting hair and, and it's crazy because I didn't get that at first. I had I come to her, I'm like, man, how do you move and not get so frustrated about him him doing that? You know what I mean? And she was like, you know, no, no, you know, like you gotta understand like, you know, it's okay. And then last week she comes to me and says that he offered her a job. <laughs> yeah, he wants me to come work for him. Yeah, so it's 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 um <laughs> That's why you can't don't ever burn your bridge, man. I remember that like it that's it, the biggest lesson of all. It's don't yeah. burn your bridge. Yeah. Man. Uh you never know when an opportunity may arrive or arise or yeah. arrive, however you want to pull it and yeah. put it in uh she was able to take a simple opportunity, turn it into cash flow, he takes the idea. And then re- reinvents his own will of it and then brings her back into opportunity to help him rebuild it. And Reed has a big background in co-working. Like, yeah, for sure. Like, he definitely didn't, like... Yeah, he came from the East Coast. He had yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. he's been designing co-working spaces for a long time. Correct. So, you know, it wasn't... I, I don't want it to seem like no, 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 no. he We're not stole saying, the no, idea. No, 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 That's the other thing right there. Yeah. I'm saying that this opportunity provided... Uh, a set ability for him, accountability for him. This goes, this, this build out is not, you guys have to see it in person. Like I seen it. I would come up. I was my first year in real estate. I'd walk up here every night after the builders would leave. And I was watching them frame it, mm-hmm. put the glass in mm-hmm. um, every detail, the lighting, the, the, I mean, every fucking detail I was watching it. And I'm saying that to say that, he needed the opportunity to believe in himself. He even. needed that launch pad. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. That, yeah. That shit was like, I'm not even going to lie. Like, in, let's rewind a little bit. I have a protective, uh, like, attitude of Brittany. Like, I'm very, like, as like a brotherly love. Like, yeah, because I'm like your sister. <laughs> yeah, I have like this, like, brotherly love. Like, yo, fuck that. Like, and um, I didn't, I don't trust everyone around her. I, I, well, I don't say I trust her. I just very overprotective because I think everyone has like because like I said I come from a different background like and now everyone has a motive. Now nah, everyone's out to get you. No, nah, da, da 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 And she's like, no, we're gonna take care of things. And so me and Reed weren't the uh, like 
we weren't like, and it was more so, I'll tell you the response, but it was more me. Like, I'm just kind of like, nah, like, you know, and then I think when he did this, he put, he put my sock in my mouth. He was like, yo, like, I did that shit. What's up? And I'm like, yo, he did that shit. Yo. And, you know, he did that shit. You know what I mean? No, for yeah. real, like, he, 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 he proved me wrong. And, um, I, I had to grow out of that because I was literally blocking myself as well, um, from potentially becoming, uh, an advocate for Reed as well. And I had to really come back. And when we got to the event, I had to tell him like, yo, bro, whatever, however, if I was being a jerk in the beginning, or mm-hmm. if I was being like very standoffish or, you know, like not really being, cause I'm, I'm more so like my, me and my kids are the same way. Like if we don't know you, we're, we're kind of like, mm. yeah, like we're kind of like, nah, yeah. like, I'm not open arms. Yeah. And I, I think, cause I, I was literally coming off of a rebound. I just got burned really bad. Literally, I had just lost my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I was homeless. Mm-hmm. I lost all my businesses. And I had this like chip on my shoulder of anger and frustration and just, you know, resentment to everyone. Cause I felt like everyone was a crook at that point. I felt like, nope, I don't trust you. Because yeah. the guy that I became vulnerable to right. took the most biggest advantage of me. Everyone in your life did you dirty. Yeah. Like- <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I, I don't like, blame you for I, feeling that yeah, way, yeah. man. I was broken. But no, I, and, and I came to Reed and I said, yo, bro, like, Reed's an amazing guy. And we talk uh, at least once a month. I call him. I check in with him. He's killing it over there. They got some crazy. I can't. I have videos, but I can't put them out. They got some crazy Soon shit going on. Yeah, they yeah. got some crazy <laughs> shit going on uh, over there. And shout out to Reed. I mean, like I said, without Reed, I mean, none of this is possible. I mean, um, you know, he was able to come to mastermind it. Uh, Dexter, Brittany, yeah. and the contracts that tried, the contractors came in here, and they did a they did a hell of a job. And it, it made me look at Brittany like, yo, she's a fucking animal because I watched it happen in thirty six months, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it hasn't been thirty six months. It's something almost like maybe thirty months. So, yeah, if that, because if you that, know, yeah, it hasn't even been that long yeah. because we start we launched it in October, so one year would have been October twenty twenty two. Or 2021. So we're not, we're coming up on three years. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And she's just been killing it. I told her, I was like, man, I only see more of this coming. So at the rate you're going, what's next for works for you? Um, because you're killing it. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. You're, you're killing it. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're killing it. I think. Just out of fact, I mean, congrats. I want to give you flowers well, thank too. Thank you. She just launched another one upstairs today. Yeah, we yeah we're expanding upstairs, uh, dude. Like, it's 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 crazy. I mean, I think like. Like you were talking about, like the dark side. Like it's not all fucking like celebrations and roses. And like there are days where I'm really tired and and I'm really burned out. And I'm like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. I have to. I have to. I have to. I have to grab her and like shake her back. I know you got to talk me off the ledge. I'm like, dude. Yeah. Just relax. It's gonna be okay. I had to have that talk with Kelly earlier as well. Like, yeah. um, And that's why I love these. These are some very strong women. But I, you know, I they they're there for me through my learning curves and I have to be there for theirs as well. Like, I mean, we're all still learning life. We're learning, we're learning business. We're learning how to be emotionally attached to something Mm -hmm. that's our business. It's your baby. It's my baby. It's your baby, you know what I mean? And so you're going to go through growing pains with any business. You're going to be like, one day you're going to be like, fuck this business. I don't want to do it anymore. And then there's this little spark that gets in you like, you know what? I do love my business, man. I do love this shit. I I do love what I do because it's mine, right? I don't have to come clock in to nobody and press the, you know, the, uh, and we're not knocking nobody who has jobs, but it's, it's, it's her. She built it. And I go through that at least once a month. I'm like, man, fuck, man, fuck everything, man. So I guess (laughs) like we need to like normalize that, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's totally, you're not going to be in love with your business 24 seven. Like there are going to be days when you're like, I want to sell this shit and move to Mexico. <laughs> like I, I'm done. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And there are a lot of days that I feel like that. Yeah. But the payoff is amazing. Is, like, and I think about the first two years and all of the literal blood, sweat, and tears. I broke my toe like working in this. Yeah, that was business. Back. Like, yeah. I crashed my car. Like yeah, all these crazy yeah, things crazy happen. Shit. You know, yeah. and like I literally have put blood, sweat, and tears into this business. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's it's crazy. It's it, like like literally thinking about it now, like. Dude, we came a long way in three years, bro. So far. Three years. I, I've gotten real estate. I've done a, a shit ton of things. I, I mean, I've grown into real estate. I'm learning everything. She's building a crazy business. Like, yeah. we've just, we've, we've watched other just kind of grow. I mean, everyone's, Mike's bought a building. Shout out to Mike. Dude, um, I know. Mike's bought a whole building. And, with, and they, shout out to Mike, because this podcast wouldn't even be possible without Mike. Yep. I mean, like, um, everybody, like, played a major part into, um, the success of WorkSphere, uh, whether it be advertising, whether it be pushing it. I mean, we got, I guess we have a mecca of business in here, yeah. but it wouldn't be possible without Brittany and Dexter. And, you know, um, and that's why I, I wanted to get on this podcast. It had, it had to be the right time because I know she's always like, you know, 
trying to push our envelope of being a, the best and being better and, you know, and staying on track with it because it's one thing to get something in life, but then you also have to maintain it. Mm-hmm. People don't realize that when you get that new car, mm-hmm. you got to be able to do the oil changes, mm-hmm. the brake pads, uh, the tune-up, um, all that stuff. It ain't just paying the car note and driving the car. No. No, because she's in here every day, you guys, fixing doors, changing light bulbs, uh, fixing painting rooms. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's literally, like she said, blood, sweat, and tears. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's taking the trash out. And and that's why I come to her. I'm like, yo, Bri, I, I, I got you. Like, I'll take the <laughs> He's trash like, out. He's like, you need help. <laughs> yeah, I, I got you. Like, I'll help you do some leasing in this in this place. And um, she and she and she always, and I, I never want to get in her way. This, this is her baby. Like, I'm, by no means, but if I can help in any way, yeah. I always try to just give her a little bit of slack off of her back because um, she's got to be at four different places at once now. Like, she's got to be upstairs. She's got to be here. she got to be in Ballard. she got to be in Bellevue. And then yeah. still be a full-time wife, a full-time daughter, full-time sister, mm-hmm. um, and still carry all these responsibilities as an adult, you know, and still be able to have her peace and go home and pet her dogs and walk her dogs and, you know, uh, be that, be that, that very, very, um, um, available person because there was times in here in the beginning and I pretty sure I frustrated her. There was leaks in the ceiling, um, on weekends, yeah. me leaving keys in my office. <laughs> like there's just, there, no, it was just, I'm calling her, Hey B, where you at? Like, I need help. Like, and, and that's that responsibility that, that, that doesn't get seen enough. Yeah. Um, your business, when you leave and go home, that's still your responsibility. Yeah. Like tonight, I have a private client flying in tonight, mm-hmm. uh, one of our buddies, and he's asking me to do a late cut at midnight. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, it's going to cost him a little more, mm-hmm. but I'm going to do it. I'm going to be here at midnight tonight and do yeah. a, a cut for my boy. That's so cool. Uh, yeah. But, you know, but uh, but that's just, we have to always be available for our businesses all the time. If you are going to take on the responsibility of owning a business, like you have to understand your phone never turns off. Never. You are pretty much always at the mercy of your clients and your customers. Facts. Facts. So. And, um, how do you, how do you keep it to where you don't dive off the deep end and go crazy? I try and like, Go out of town. Yeah. A You've been traveling out. a lot lately. I have, yeah. Mm-hmm. Palm Springs, Arizona. Yeah. And you um recently you purchased a property out of Arizona. Mm-hmm. Okay. You purchased a property out of Arizona. With your help. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to flower for that. No, I mean, you know, I mean I feel like, you know, um I don't I don't even know. I, I that opportunity was the least I could have done for Brittany. Um like I said, I came here and she probably doesn't realize it because I, I don't wear my poker face too much. Um, she knows I'm going through things, but I'm not like the type of person to roll over and die and cry. Um, but you no, know, when she gave me opportunity to feed my family and able to get the real estate, I remember when I first passed my test, I flew here to give her a hug. Um, mm-hmm. you, she, you called me on the phone. You were crying. I was crying. I'll never I, I was forget crying. it. Yeah. I, I yeah. just, they're, 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 we both have seen each other go down this journey and it hasn't been Instagram shows like the highlight of it, but no, like it's been mm-hmm. so, uh, crazy. It's been a crazy road. I remember like, you know, when she did come to me and say, hey, I have this opportunity, X, Y, Z, that's the least I, I wish I could have done more. Yeah. You know, um, it's the least I could have done because th- the relationships are worth more than money. Um, even if she could have said, hey, Taz, I don't have the I don't have the means to get things done right now, X, Y, Z. It doesn't matter. Even if I didn't have it, she had it because when I when I didn't have much, she was like, hey, I got you. And that's how you build relationships. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not about money because you're going to make more money in your life. I don't care how broke you get right now or you feel right now. That's why I don't I don't examine money as my happiness anymore because I used to ch- chase money so much and be crazy about it. Nowadays, I don't I don't be chasing haircuts. I don't be chasing uh, deals or anything. I just I try to just enjoy what's in front of me and, and, and enjoy that moment because when people that you have are like your sphere of influence and they're, and they're your equity you're going to be rich forever because mm-hmm. now I have, if I ever needed something from Brittany or if I ever needed an opportunity, I can always come to her and present these things. And you never know how she might feel about it. Um, and that goes for me as too. I told her when I make my first million, I was going to buy her a G wagon. And I, <laughs> once again, I stand on that. When I get my first million. I'm going to buy her a G wagon. If she hasn't already had it before, she might be a millionaire before me <laughs> uh, at the rate she's going, she's probably going to be a millionaire before me. But um, it's just crazy because like I said, you, you need to get around people who, are smarter than you. Their 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 mm-hmm. thinking is more elevated than you, um, and and they and they're on a different level because she's took she's taken me from a small thinker. I just want to get new shoes, drive nice cars, into now we're investing in real estate. Now we're having meetings about real estate. Now we're yeah. we're really seeing that she happens. She's calling me, telling me, hey, the house has uh, uh, equity in it. I'm like, what? You know, it's just 
these kind of conversations, I'm constantly being fed every day. Mm-hmm. And I don't make a decision without Brittany's approval. I don't, I don't, I, 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 and not even like I need her approval, but I always come to her for the second opinion because, you know, as good as LeBron James is, as good as Bill Belichick, I mean, uh, Tom Brady was, they, you know, LeBron James, he's a coach. Michael Jordan needed a coach. Tom Brady needed a coach. You need a person who, you, who can coach you on to be a better person and move more uh, efficient. She had a conversation with me yesterday. She said, I don't want to move fast, Taz. I want to move uh, appropriately. Mm-hmm. I had to respect her on that because I move fast sometimes. And, I, and I'm always coming to her like, damn, you know, and I'm the hard-headed one. I'm always like out there trying to try new shit. And she's like, you know, I want to move accordingly. And it's not going to happen overnight. But it's when it happens, like she said, it'll fucking happen. And mm-hmm. you'll fucking be like, yo. Yeah. And um, not to get into numbers, we had a conversation a couple weeks ago upstairs um on the budget that was cut from the new the new build out and these numbers i'm hearing it's just like she is a boss you know what i mean like she's not just like this isn't like just like you know wake up in the morning put some fucking rooms together and then go home like that's she, how it feels sometimes yeah, nah she's really like <laughs> getting shit done like it's 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 insane it's almost crazy well i gotta say out of all the people in my life you're my biggest hype man so thank nah, you <laughs> nah, I, I just call it how i see it i i like I, said, I you know you you're you're a very strong woman i've, I've i haven't met anyone in, in my life like you i haven't i haven't i can say that about you as yeah, well i have been yeah. like you i mm-hmm. i think that um you know women are like Killing shit right now, right? Dude. The the women that yeah. I have in my life, like th- there's some strong badass women. Mm-hmm. I was telling Kelly that on the show last week. Like, um, you guys are, you, I respect you guys on a whole magnitude of, of because I've never because where I come from, I come from, the, I come from a different life mm-hmm. where I see people get money a different way, and mm-hmm. you know things were a lot more different. And so when I get into this more uh, organized, uh, you know, structured business, the elements are different, the thoughts mm-hmm. are different, the uh, the emphasis of business is way different and and you see things you're like holy shit and it's it's a whole different magnitude of i guess you want to use the word richness or wealth or whatever but (coughs) it's different it is different it's different yeah it's it's a whole different thing and i think like once again we do on a show want to give you flowers while you're here um thank you for everything you've done for everybody uh it's probably not said enough uh if people don't tell you enough i want to say for everyone we appreciate you Thank because you. without you, um, we don't we don't have any of this shit moving. And I, all the days that you go home, you stress out. Remember that nothing is possible without you. Um, nothing goes as far as it goes without you. We we all have been, um, you know, fighting to keep our businesses uh, safe. Mm-hmm. And shout out to Nipsey because prior to me meeting um, Brittany, he had something with uh, David Gross. He had a Vector ninety, and he was working on incubated businesses as well. And um, it's this. this know, is, that's so cool that he was doing that. Yeah, he was yeah. ahead of the curve. He was very yeah. ahead of the curve. Yeah. And there's um, people that are doing it, but at her level, I don't know because she got the Pierce Award. Oh, the, we were the what was it? The best voted the best office space in the South Sound by South Sound Business Magazine. Yeah. The the, the, the works before yeah. self. I don't I don't have to you know go too far in detail. I mean, for self, like she's a she's a badass. I mean, I can't. <laughs> I can't say enough. Um, if you ever are looking for space, reach out to Brittany. Reach out to myself. Absolutely. Um, looking to host any events. How big is this? This this floor is how many square feet? Uh, Five thousand. Each floor is like seventy five hundred. So seventy five hundred so, square feet. Yeah. So you know, um, we do. We just had uh, last month. Shout out to uh, Cheryl Hoffman. We had um, a women's meetup group here. That was pretty dope. That was so dope. Some heavy hitters in the room. Yes. Um, a lot of real estate investors, agents, um, and I sponsored it. Like I said, I like seeing strong, badass women. Shout out to Cheryl. I talked to her earlier. I talked to Cheryl at least once a day. Yeah. I talked to Cheryl. I talked to Brittany, Kelly. They're, like, these women are in my life. I talk to them all the time. Uh, I get information from them. I'm, I'm having to do my 90 hours of real estate. So I had to call Cheryl and complain about that. <laughs> now I got to get back to doing... I got to pay for that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be sitting on my, my computer pressing pressing buttons for my clock hours. Um but yeah, man, no, I wanted to get you on the show, Brittany. I thank you for your time. I know you, you know, your time is very valuable, so we'll wrap it up. But um, anything you want to tell people or tell the, tell the audience or tell YouTube and just, you know, what's next? What's going on? Uh, I just want to say if you have a business idea or you you really have like a dream of working for yourself, like go after it. It's worth every all the blood, sweat and tears. It it's is. worth it. it like, uh, I think that you find meaningful work when you're working for yourself. You mm. are more motivated and 
Like that's what it's all about, right? Like oh, yeah, yeah. don't don't work for somebody else. Nah, yeah, work don't, for you. No, <laughs> don't yeah, yeah. And like I said, if you need if you need any works uh workspaces or if you're like a small business um trying to get you know, get your foot into the game, get your feet wet, start small, and then work your way into a bigger um, business. Come yeah. check it out. Come check yeah. out WorkSphere, man. It's beautiful. We have, you know, fiber optic uh, internet. Uh, we have kitchen space available. We have meetings. We have conference rooms. We have floor space. You can host an event here. Mm-hmm. We have a desk. You can have meetings. It's it's a it's a full-on great thing. I think this is like um, what the the, uh, the community of Tacoma needed and it's right in downtown and we have one in Bellevue and we have one in Ballard and I think there's yeah. going to be a lot more to come. I hope uh, so. There will be. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank you for coming on Chopping It Up. Man. Yeah, we thanks love... for having me. Nah, for sure. No, we, it was it was a long way to interview. We needed it was. to get it done. And I know. I'm glad you're doing what you're doing um, and keep adding value. That's all you're doing. You're adding value and let's keep it rolling, keep it going. And um, if you guys have any questions, reach out to Brittany Saucier um, or hit me up, you know, tasmanholloway at gmail.com. And let's just keep moving forward in life. Go after your dreams. I won't say it enough. Go after your dreams. It Mm -hmm. doesn't always uh, pan out like the happy thing that Instagram or the Internet promotes it. But it is a grind and it is like um, an everyday working thing. But when it when it pays off, you're looking at the testimony of it. You know, Uh um, somebody who's started from San Diego journey their way up to Northwest has now built a profound business in less than 10 years. And, um, it just was all that work from the veterinarian job to the working with the children and the coffee business. And then working for the works fair. I mean, uh, the, the, the prior, uh, co-op space running that. And then she actually brought some of her tenants from that place down here with her. Mm-hmm. It just goes to show you what type of person she is. And, uh, I think that's why I have the hard time leaving Brittany because as bad as I want to go jump out there and take my training wheels off, I'm like, mm. no, I don't want you to leave either. Nah, I, I'm like, <laughs> selfishly, I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, don't yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm like attached to this building and just her business model and just watching it grow because I want to be there for the whole thing. I, I, I'm not in a rush to go anywhere and try something new because I know she's in an innovative business that will, I think. It'll be, this will be the new me- this will be the new way of business in my opinion um, yeah. I think it's it, it reminds me of like you know how do you emphasize commercial real estate and you use it the way she did it she, you come in you build and you 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 come in here and you add it's basically like apartments you know you're just adding in renters mm-hmm. you know and that's mm-hmm. called passive income and that's mm-hmm. called cash flow and that goes hand in hand where commercial real estate um, and commercial real estate will thrive in this uh, format in this uh, traditional way of business. So thank you for everything you've taught us and yeah. keep teaching us and keep giving us the, the gems and thank you for everything you know for me and um, yeah, you guys subscribe to the channel, hit the subscribe button, the more interviews on the way. Uh, we're trying to get a new podcast out once a week, every week and um, thank you Brittany for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for having All me. Right, man, I'll see y'all later. It's your boy, it's your boy, it's your boy, it's your boy. I'll see y'all the next one, man. You guys hit that subscribe button, man. Peace. Bye. <laughs> All right, thanks, B. Thank you.